Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the May 11th edition of the Hughes Sports Podcast. I am your host, Jake Hughes, and across from me, the old man. Old man, how the hell are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm great. I don't know what you were doing over there, but uh, he was entertaining. I was trying to mess with you before we went live, and it worked. <laughs> I think it messed with you more than anything. Hey, it's it's May 11th, so... I just want to go back. I believe our your uncle, my brother, Uncle Jack, or Brother Jack, is watching. So let's say happy birthday to Brother Jack. Happy birthday, Uncle, uncle Jack. Un- uncle Brother Jack. Um, if you don't know who Something we are, we are the Hugh Sports Podcast. Uh, we cover the Vancouver Canucks, BC Lions, CFL in general, um, breaking news uh, as it happens. And all um, kinds of other shit. All sorts of other things. We got to... We got things to talk about today, I guess. What you want to talk about? Um, do you want to talk about uh, do we want to talk about the news that just broke a couple hours ago, or do we want to talk about um, let's do the breaking news? Ding 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 breaking ding ding breaking news. Ryan Reynolds and the Remington Group have announced that they are dropping their bid for the senators, meaning Ryan Reynolds will not be the owner of the senators. Um now when I was looking into this a couple hours ago, there was not a lot of um there's all of information as to why, but just that it was happening. Probably because Snoop Dogg um, put his name behind another group. Yeah, Snoop Dogg. I don't put know his who name... that group is, and I don't want to get myself in trouble by saying anything about a group of investors putting a bid in on a team. But I believe, did we not hear last week, late last week, or was it early this week, that Snoop Dogg has put his name into a group to buy the Senators? I think it was a couple weeks ago. Um, Google, Google, Google it. Um, uh, led by Los Angeles-based businessman Neko Sparks. Yes, that's the um, guy. And The Weeknd, uh, I don't know if you know who that is, the, a very famous Canadian rapper, uh, is also part of another bid of the uh, with Toronto billionaires Jeffrey and Michael Kimmel, according to the Ottawa Sun. Yeah. Um, apparently, oh, okay, sorry, I'm reading breaking news as we're... As we're on air here, Uh, according to sources, as per ESPN.com, according to sources, Ryan Reynolds' request for an exclusive window to complete the deal was denied, which led Reynolds to pull out of the process. The deadline for interested groups to submit final non-binding offers is May 15th. So four days away. So I um, wonder if uh, the Reynolds group might go somewhere else. Um, it also could be... In other words, is there other teams in the NHL that could be up for sale if the price is right? I think Arizona's got to fit that bill if uh, the bill, the Tempe um, arena deal does not come through. Which sounds like it's not going to. It sounds really bad for them. I was speaking with someone who lives in the Phoenix area. Yeah. And it's very split. There's lots of news going both ways. Um... It's it's like a full-on election campaign down there just for this. Yes. It's, it's going to be pretty big um, numbers of turnout. They're expecting high, high numbers of turnout for this. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Which is good. It, it's good to be engaged as a voter, obviously. Um, but a lot of times when they have that many people engaged, it's usually not a good thing because <laughs> usually that means it's not going to happen. People don't get engaged unless they're um, they're worried that it's... But there's a lot of there's a lot of business that's riding on this development. Oh, huge, 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 like huge! Thousands there's of probably jobs. going to be lawsuits if 
because it's so, the states and people in the states love to sue for money so um the go ahead. coyotes have already countersued the city of phoenix for oh, really? them for the city of phoenix suing tempe <laughs> yeah you know sometimes you just you it, i mean it makes act. you got to bring the mic a little closer you got to pick up your water and yes it's just water today thank god that monday take, was a last week was a, was a good, good bit of a sip and you got no it wasn't last monday it was last thursday no, i was drinking last, yeah I, I said monday then i meant i meant last week yes um and you just got to go people need to calm down this whole i'm suing you oh shut up it's let I people mean, be it's it's part, it's part of the American culture, though. Oh, it is. And America is very Sioux-heavy. Sioux. Well, it's, it's a very different culture than up here in Canada, where... It is. We hold it... Like, and it's little things that I've noticed going down to the States the handful of times that I have, quite a few times for, for my age, but it's holding the door open for someone. It's yes. saying thank you after you buy a coffee. It's... Well, it's common courtesy. Oh, Oh, that name is dead, though. That name is that dead. That name is dead. Um, um, what were you saying? Sorry, I, I went blank. Um, no, it's just a very different culture down in the States with when it comes to that sort of stuff with suing people. And it's a much more combative. There's too many people. Uh, there's too many people in, in their cities. Uh, going to Phoenix in early <laughs> January, too many people. Too many people, goddammit. And too goddamn hot. It's like 38 degrees Celsius. I'll never forget that. Jake's going to Phoenix and I'm like, Jake, get ready. It's hot. Like it's going to be really hot. And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been in hot before. We've been down in Vegas. And I'm like, okay. No, to be clear, to be clear, I have been to Vegas with you in other groups in the middle of July where it's 50,000 degrees Celsius. (laughs) This was in May. This was, no, this was. Yeah, this was in May. This May. is this is this is spring weather. This was last year. <laughs> and he, he sends me a message, and it's like, "Oh my God, I feel like a turkey being cooked." The 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 only way I can describe it is the sun tries to kill you, <laughs> and you have to pollute because you have to turn on your air conditioner. You if you're not running your, you're just, it's a lose lose situation. Who wants to live there? Give me, give me the warm weather during the winter time. Just give me mild weather. Give me like eighteen degrees all year round. That's all I need. I don't need anything no, crazy. Oh, give me above thirty all year round. I'll be happy, man. Well, you're in luck because we're getting that this week here in California. Yeah, yeah, that's what they keep telling me. I'm waiting. Uh, but for back, it. but back to sports. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so a recent. Th- sorry, I just want to get this through. Yeah. Um, uh, still in the ESPN article. Um, a recent Forbes valuation put the centers at $800 million. The Remington wow. Group's bid was believed to be worth more than $1 billion, according to sources. Interesting. So, what do you, where do you go next here if you're the Remington Group with, with Reynolds? Do you, I mean, because Reynolds just joined the group financially, of course, but as mainly as a figurehead. Oh, for uh, sure. I mean, if you look at their success, I think had in this is a serious group that wants to own a team. Like this is a, right. this isn't just a bunch of people in Alberta putting together a bid. To, 
attempt by, let's just say, the Calgary Flames. This is a group of people that have a billion dollars, liquid yeah. cash, that they That's, can go, bloop, yeah. give me a team. But I don't they're not going to go away. I don't think they're going to go away, but I don't know if they'll have the media attention uh, in bringing in Ryan Reynolds unless it's a Canadian team. I, that's that's just how I feel about it. You, you, you're not going to buy Edmonton. No. Vancouver? Can you buy Vancouver for... It would probably think... be closer to the $2 billion. If Ottawa's won, Vancouver, you would think, have to be higher. I'm, I don't... Maybe I'm just Edmonton, saying that. Edmonton, Calgary. I'm but Edmonton's higher. Calgary with their new arena deal, deal would be higher. Winnipeg yeah. would be the only one that I could see being on par. It's not going anywhere. I can't. I can't see it. The only team I could see being sold right now is maybe the Canucks and Ryan Reynolds being being a I West Coaster. The only reason I say I can't see it is because um, uh, Luigi, the the patriarch of the um, yeah. Aquilini family, is still alive, and Francesco has mentioned it uh, in passing, and it's been yeah. rumored by people who are close with Francesco that they want to win one for Luigi. They, that's, that's the push. That's why they keep pushing to, to try to win. But what about me? Until the, until that, until uh, he passes, I can't see the Aquilini family wanting to part with it. And even after that, I can't see them parting with it. Probably could be. Um, Who knows? It'll be interesting to watch over the next X amount of months to see if anything comes to fruition in a couple different places that we know about. Yes. Um, I know one person that if it happens, um, they, they, they will lose their fucking, oh, can't swear. They will lose their damn mind. Um, you you want to see a podcast? You want to see someone c come completely unglued? I, you, you, the guy sitting on my, well, I guess it's, you're on my left. Is everybody else, or is it on, you on my right? I'm on your left. But, but you point with your right. No, you point with your right hand and say left. <laughs> Welcome to broadcast TV, sir. <laughs> anyway. Um, it just opens up so much interesting chat. That uh, and I'm choosing my words carefully, folks, for a reason. Um, but it does open up a real can of worms in a lot of different markets, and even down in the states. Like, what team are is available in the states? And or is there going to be a CFL team now? Well, and there, there's so many things. I mean, um, Ryan Reynolds loves sports. Um, I know, I doubt you've watched it, but his, uh, Wrexham FC show on Disney plus in Canada, Hulu down in the States, him and another actor uh, named Rob McElhiney, they bought a, um, I think it was fifth tier soccer team. Yeah. Now that team is now in the second top league and so like the show goes into, and I honestly believe, and, and they talk about it in the show and I haven't watched past season one, I don't think, or partway through season one, they don't talk about money all that much. Oh, but really? when they, when they do talk about money, it's 
we're losing money. We're, we're investing in the future. We're investing in a new field. We're investing in this. I honestly, people, so many people are like, oh, now Ryan Reynolds doesn't need the group. They, they've got money because they're in uh, whatever the first, the, the nation league or whatever it is. No, he's probably just barely breaking even. Yeah, because he put out a ton of money to get there. Just to, just to buy the team and then get it up to, to par. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're making money off of the Wrexham FC show. Yes. They're, they're not idiots. They're, they're very smart, intelligent business people. Look at Ryan Reynolds' history. Well, that's but, where I'm like, do they give up on an NHL team? And do they try buying? Because they love teams. They love sports, obviously. Yeah. And I'm saying they, the Ryan Reynolds brand, because I'm sure there's yeah. more than just Ryan involved in the Ryan Reynolds brand. Um, are are they the team that uh, Ambrosi should be freaking picking up his phone? Ambrosi being the commissioner of the CFL and saying, yo, Ryan, what do you think about the Atlantic? Yeah. Who honestly, if you're going to expand, are you you're expanding Quebec? with one team? Quebec. Or, I mean, does Edmonton need new owners? Does. Um, well, again, Edmonton is Edmonton not uh, community owned along with Saskatchewan? I thought Saskatchewan was the only community owned. I could be wrong on that. I could be wrong too. Uh, Mr. Google. Google. You talk Google, Google. Google machine. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'd be shocked. If he was to come to football, um, a, a CFL and own a CFL team, but I mean, who would have thought he had he would go in it with uh, another actor to buy a, a footy team? Yeah, right. Exactly. So never say never, but yeah. So Winnipeg, Saskatchewan, and Edmonton are still community oh. owned. Okay, cool. So yeah, I so that would so. leave Vancouver would or BC Lions, which was just purchased a couple years Not ago happening. by Mark Doman. Um, the Calgary Stampeders, who are owned by Calgary Sports and Entertainment. Possibility. Uh, uh, the, uh, Montreal was just sold this year. Yes, not so happen. That, that is a question. Toronto is owned by MLSE. That's not happening. Sports. Uh, you never know. I shouldn't say not, but... I wouldn't say never, but it, 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 it wouldn't surprise me, but it would still be shocking. Yes. Um, Ottawa. Hamilton. Ottawa. Yeah. I just think any team right now isn't going to be, they're not going to give up right now because they're that close to actually making good money, I'll say. Um, with If we can get a 10th team in, balance the schedule, start earlier, as Ambrosi said. Um, he wants the, le- the season to be starting now, like in May. And I'd love for that be finished in October. I'd honestly I'd love for that for for a multitude of reasons, but one you're you're playing most of your games during the sunniest months. You're not yes. playing into the winter that is Canada. And yes. B, limited weeks up against the NFL. If you can limit the number of weeks you're up against the NFL, that's you the key, right? Because you figure when does the NFL start? Um that's a very good question. Let me google that. September. October. This year, it start August third is their preseason. August what? August third is the first preseason game. And when is their or season one, start? September seventh. Yeah. So if we can, if you can end by the end of September, early October, have the, have the Grey Cup in October. Perfect. Yes. And to everyone listening right now, 
I love the winter snowy bowls. I love the terrible weather and the it's part of the game. No, it shouldn't be because it's sloppy, terrible football. Yes, it's tradition. You can't break tradition. Well, let's go back a little bit here. Let's go back uh, to history and into the history books. The Grey Cup used to be a best of three series. Why did we break tradition then? Exactly. Actually, it wasn't best of three. It was the best of, it was two games and the scores combined. Oh, because you remember I had the 1964 Grey Cup. thing and the first one was played in calgary the second one was played in bc i thought it was a third i thought there was no, Please, no it was two definitely 100 percent two 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 i tell okay. you the, the the commitment to what you're just saying right now I, i'll trust you but i don't believe you um now something that i think you said something along those lines of i i, I trust you but i don't believe you um jt miller this decided one's still when you told me this today, I bl- I blew a cork, but go ahead. JT Miller has, um, it's been announced, I guess, that JT Miller is attempting to qualify for the U.S. Open. Um, uh, the U.S. Open website's, website says it's, it is rare when a current professional athlete seeks to qualify for the U.S. Open. National Hockey League standout JT Miller is such a competitor. I am paraphrasing um, because you guys know that he plays for the Vancouver Canucks. Um, while he shoots left hand on the ice, Miller swings his golf club from the right side, which is quite weird. That is something that I don't, that makes no sense to me. It makes um, sense to me. Uh, to be able to um, join the U.S. Open, you have to have a handicap below 1.4. Wow. I don't know what that means. <laughs> so let's say par, I, th- I think if par is 72, you have to be shooting 73s. Is that right? I don't know. That sounds right to me. That sounds good. Who's a, we got a couple people listening. If you're a golf fan, what is a handicap? I believe that's what a handicap is. How do you, um, to quickly figure out your handicap should be, you need to subtract your number of strokes with the overall course rate. For example, yeah. on an average par 72 course, if you were to finish with 100 strokes, you would subtract 72 from 100 and receive a handicap of 28. No, yeah. so... No, you're saying you yeah, said yeah. it the other way around. No, no. So he, so if 1. you have 4. a handicap of one point four, right? You're plus shooting... one point four, you have to be able to be shooting seventy threes. Yeah, seventy four at the biggest. You're, you're, you said it backwards. Originally. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so he's he's shooting a seventy three, um, and has records of that clearly. He will be playing. Um, at a club at the the club of Nevillewood in Presto, Pennsylvania, on May fifteenth. So does that mean he's going to quit playing hockey and go play? Oh no, he's going to make way too much money. He does. He, he's not even guaranteed to make it to the U.S. Open. Um, he has to. Um, did it. Miller will be battling seventy-seven other golfers on May fifteenth for just four qualifying spots. So not even. Uh, 5% make it through. Yeah. If he qualifies, um, the qualifying, uh, the move on to the final qualifying, which runs between May 16th and June 5th. The U.S. Open runs from June 15th to June 18th. So. Uh, 
he could be if if he makes a run at anything's possible it's golf you could have a great day on the golf course and shoot he, he could shoot par under par two under par on a, on a course and and make it yes then he then has to qualify again with more golf so people looking at it and i've seen a lot of comments online being like he should be putting his training first you know oh. what i think I, you know what i think about this because what's our biggest complaint about jt miller this year his frustration and his anger yeah what's so golf? this might be golf a is good... a mental game yes golf golf is a game where you that was jake um, telling me to move the mic closer to my mouth folks just anybody that's watching that's what that movement was thank you jake golf, golf is a game that you are competing against yourself every single time yes so maybe this is just what the doctor ordered for him to be able to control his anger and, and his mental game and i mean can you play golf and be out of shape yeah you can i mean look at what's his face um yeah, what's fancy, his face? That one fancy, fancy clothes guy, um, a wave, kind of large. Anyway, can you play golf when you're out of when you're overweight, and out of shape? Yes, but you look at the top pros; they're in freaking shape. You look at Tiger Woods. I mean, that kid's ripped. So, um, yeah, you can you can definitely. Um, it's going to be good for him. It's not affecting the hockey, so. If anything, to it's me, just it's weird. It's just, I, it was one of those when you said it, I was like, well, that's weird. Why? Why? I don't understand, but sure. It's, I mean, you also got to look at it. I mean, for the last three seasons, you've been eliminated early. We know JT Miller based off of his reactions and everything. He is a very competitive human being. Yes. It would be hard to see someone like JT Miller not be competitive at every single turn in his life. So during the off season, yeah. when everyone's golfing and having a good time, I guarantee you he wants to be there being number one. Oh, that's, yeah. that's, there's a reason he's in the NHL and is as good as he is in the NHL. Yeah. He has that drive in him. And it might be just one of those things where someone said it. Oh, you, you can't do that. Make a bet. Watch All right, me. Let's go. Yeah. Watch I've me. Got, I'm not, I'm a competitive person. I'm nowhere near as competitive as, as NHL athletes are. Any athlete is. Well, yeah. Exactly. If someone tells me I can't do something, you're gonna try. Watch me. Watch me do this. Just because. Yeah. Just um, because. So good again, on him. I mean, at first I was like, "Well, that's weird," but now I'm more leaning towards the uh, good on you, buddy. Good on you. That's a hand clap. That's a Kevin hand clap. Golf clap. Might, might as well. Might as well try, right? I mean, he's thir- he's 30 years old, so he's like over the hill in hockey age nowadays. Yeah, it makes me sick to think that me and JT Miller are the same age. It just it just freaks me out. Think about that. I am the same age as JT Miller. Why can't you be making money like JT Miller and like well, look I'm, after your old? Let, let me finish and looking after your old man. Well, time out. First off, we don't know that JT Miller looks after his old man. Well, but secondly, you would because you, you you you're a good kid. Secondly, <laughs> secondly. No one taught me how to golf. I could have been a world-class golfer. I don't, don't, it's not true. I went golfing for the first time last year. It's not true, folks. Um, I'll just leave it at that. Golfing is not, golfing is not my strong suit. You said anything about golfing. I wanted you to play hockey or football. 
Time out. Time out. Time out. I would have loved to play hockey. I would have loved no. to play hockey. <laughs> no. Um, Can you imagine your hockey mom? <laughs> well, I'm having flashbacks. It would be like a dance mom on steroids. <laughs> Again, well, I'm having traumatic flashbacks I'm here. I hope she's not um, watching. <laughs> do check out hughsports.ca. There's going to be all sorts of post articles, episodes of the, the show, um, including our uh, Hughes Sports Bracket Challenge, which uh, as I'm talking, I'm pulling up the scores for because I believe, because uh, I don't think much has changed standings wise. And he's just. Well, they keep... can't because we're still, we're still in round two. Haven't Nothing's teams moved changed. on yet? Nothing's, no one's moved on yet, have they? No, no one's won yet. So we still have the old man in number one, DJ number two, uh, Weggy 18, P Golden, Bros before Ahos, Bender all tied for three, Cam tied for seven, Hard to Yandel tied for eight or at eighth, and me myself at the bottom of the 12 person, 12 member scoreboard, but in ninth with 23 sad points out of a maximum of 23 sad points. You can't, you like, you literally got zero out of the first I got, round. I got two people in the first round, and I don't have them moving on. No, no, because we picked teams. Oh yeah, no, I had yeah, I had two teams move into the second round, correct, and I had them being eliminated this round in round two. So it doesn't. There's no oh, points I can get. No. Yeah. No, because so I went with the upset in the Edmonton LA series, which was almost right. Like that, I think was probably the best of my underdog. Hold on. Picks. Hold on. How do you almost get something right? Um, I mean, it was down to a game seven. But that's like saying we almost won a cup. We didn't win a fucking cup. But we did almost win a cup. We did We did almost win a cup. We did almost win a cup. We didn't. We, we have didn't twice win. as a franchise been one game away from winning a Stanley Cup. And both times, both times. Well, th- we've been into no, the two finals times, three times. Yes. Two times we've been one game away from winning the Stanley Cup. Both times we have rioted after those sets of games. <sighs> Um, actually, on to happier. Yeah. Oh, you were in the middle of a thought process there. Nope. On to happier tones. In three actually, days, before you get to that, can oh, we can, you... can we go to the NHL update? Because it's something I um, you and I didn't talk about this afternoon when we were texting. Um, did you hear or see the slash in the Edmonton game on? I did. Um, What's his name? Dreisaitl? Yes, I did see it. And I saw that he somehow got the instigator in that brawl. I see. I didn't watch any of it. And I haven't, I've been, I was so busy today. I didn't get a chance to even um, look it up. But from from what they, like, I was literally listening to Fan 960 here in Calgary. And they were saying, like, he skated across the ice readjusted his hands and took a chop. Um, here, let me, let us get in trouble. Slightly. Are we going to get in trouble? Why not? Yeah, yeah, you know, it's fine. It's fine. Um, it's see. bizarre. And now the question is, has there been uh, so let's, suspensions? Let's just, just we're, sounds off. So we're not going to be able to listen to sounds. Okay. Um, let's go back here a little bit as it loads. Oh, a little bit further back. 
Again, this was not planned, so I was not prepared to have this clip up. Sorry, guys. Yeah, this is my fault. I kind of dropped this on Jake at the last minute. There goes. So this is. We'll see the replay here. Yeah. Oh. Two-handed slash, and he came from the center of the ice to do it. So he actually, and he did. He readjusted his hands to chop him. Watch him. He readjusted his head. Ow. And I'm gonna. I'm going to. Uh, and then McDavid gets McDavid. McDavid, McDavid goes after him. Goes after. Him. I love it. The on Twitter, there's a there's a content creator that I follow uh, named Sin, and Sin commented he's had a, a love hate relationship with the Vegas Golden Knights, as in he loves to hate them. Um, but he's fine. He pointed out something that that I think a lot of people are realizing: the honeymoon period. The honeymoon period for the NHL and, and standard fans. Uh, casual viewers is over for the Vegas Golden Knights because oh, yes, there's been some questionable at best hits and plays that the Golden Knights have have uh, happened have had to happened uh, were the cause of especially in this series against Edmonton where you have no excuse for it. It's not yeah. hockey plays. It's straight up you're gooning. Horrible gooning. It's, I mean, it's Vegas Golden Knights. I expect nothing less. But you look at someone like Petro Angelo. Yep. He doesn't have a history of doing this kind of stuff, does he? And that, I, I mean, this is this is like a Marchant freaking kind of thing. This is that big, tall Boston guy, um, Chara? Lurch, huh? Chara. Chara. So That's his kind of move. This, I was like shocked when I heard it. So um, talking about player safety um, and a decision. So uh, Edmonton's Darnell Nurse has been automatically suspended for one game and coach Jay Woodcroft has been fined $10,000 uh, for instigating for instigating in the final five minutes of regulation. That's a bug standard rule. If you instigate a fight in the fi last five minutes of a game and you get an instigator penalty, you miss a game. And Nurse did that. Nurse did that. I don't blame him. But where's the where's the suspension for? Oh, one hour ago. So brand new, fresh off the press. Basically, twenty <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Breaking news. Twenty minutes before we started the podcast, Vegas says Alex Petrangelo has been suspended for one playoff game for slashing against Edmonton's Leon. What? One game? So you have again going. It's it's a joke of a system. Uh, to be completely honest, we we all know that. It's a joke of a system. Um, player safety, ha in my opinion, is uh, there to to make a mockery of the league because that's what they do. They allow people like Brad Marchant. They allow people like Brad Marchant to get away with things because he's viewed as a superstar. He they view certain people in a certain light, but Rafi Torres needs to be taken out of the league. Yeah, um, I'm. That's still one thing that bugs me because some of the shit I've seen Brent Seabrook. Uh, uh, Patrick Kane, I mean, the entire Blackhawks organization, um, Brad Marchant's, uh, did I mention Brad Marchant do was minimal in comparison to Rafi Torres, who all he had to do was because he was a smaller guy to hit people the way he did. He'd leave his feet when he, when he, um, did it. He wasn't jumping. Yeah. He wasn't jumping at people's heads. Like nope. the, like the league tried to portray it as he jumped and hit people in the shoulders or blew them up in the chest. Nowadays, we look at that, and that's a clean, good hit. 
as yes. long as you don't leave the feet. But when you're shorter than everyone else, how do you blow people up? You have to leave your feet. It's 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 insane. But in the playoffs, there's a players good make- question for an old time hockey player. Maybe one time when I'm have uh, access to them, like uh, Theo Fleury, is did you leave your feet a lot when you hit? Yeah. Just ask. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it's um, true. Like, if not, you're going to hit me in the belly. Yeah, which, like, if I'm hitting someone, like, if I'm trying to hit a player like JT, or not JT Miller, like um, Tyler Myers, who's yes. six seven, I'm 5'11". You have to leave your feet. <laughs> not just that, but if I'm going to try to knock him over or affect him in any way, there has to be a full momentum of my body. Yes. Now, we don't skate. We don't, we're not professionals whatsoever, so we could be totally wrong, but... How that hit, and I heard about it, and now I've seen it, intent to injure is the only purpose of that hit. Yeah. He wasn't, that wasn't his man. He wasn't trying to take him out of the play. He wasn't rubbing him out on the boards. He wasn't wasn't trying to. He had his head down and he hit him. He wasn't trying to whack whack a puck out of the air and accidentally slashed him. No, no. Those are acceptable excuses. This was total intent to injure there was no other purpose in that slash across his hands than intent to, what, what other purpose could there be send a message he meant to do it if yeah, i come no, up that, that, that's where i was coming the, let me finish if i come up and punch you in the face the only reason the my only intent is to hurt you yes same same thing this wasn't in the game of play this was not part of hockey. This had nothing to do with the game except you have a guy who lost it, who literally went and hacked at somebody. It's, it's not hockey. Get him the it's, it's, out of the game. It's not beep, hockey. Beep, and beep, I, beep. I don't know when it was in the game. I believe it was in the third period, and the game was already put was away. In, at that in point. the last few minutes of the game. It was like yeah. way in the last... I think that's what's the ensuing incident to start Darnell to, to start a fight. Yes. Um, however, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's a good hockey tactic. What are you saying? One game, which the way player safety looks at it usually is one playoff game is worth two regular season games. Um, however is Edmonton now going to go look to, to try to take someone out? Is Edmonton going to try to look for retaliation and come off their well, With the series tied 2-2. Yep. They now yeah, go back. Series. They go back to Edmonton for game five. No, they go to Vegas. Oh, sorry. They go to Vegas for game five. Yeah. Game six, back in Edmonton, and he gets to play. Because yep. doesn't they're going to play a game six? Yep. There's and going is, to be a game six. Yeah. He, I, so yeah. No matter what, there's a game six. Yep. This this has been one of the freaking uh, chip chirpiest. Oh, I don't want to say old style. There you go. Old style hockey. There's ever been that I've seen in years. Like I'm going back. It's, this is old time hockey. This is hack 'em whack 'em. I was talking with a friend today about it and it's an entertaining series. It's not good hockey. 
that that's the best way to describe the series. There, it's dramatic. There's things going on. There's storylines coming out of everything, but it's not good hockey. It's not. Um, your buddy Dom has a is is asking a question. Is is Batman in their ear, the disciplinary um, board ear, saying take it take it easy, knowing dirty plays and big hits make the news, and therefore bring in viewership. It could. I also think that the NHL has a certain amount of uh, stars because the NHL only allows so many big name stars to be around. Yep. Um, the if you look like, and I always compared try to compare apples to apples. If you look at the NBA, there are names. You have a bunch of different players who have personality and have flair. You get an interview from one of them, you could find you. there's going to be juice out of it because they're going to say something that a PR expert would be like, oh, you shouldn't have said that. Yes. Now, now cut to an NHL interview. Yeah, you know, we uh, we tried real hard out there, but their game was a bit better than ours. We uh, we got, we need to get the puck in deep. And uh, Dammer's out there, you can play his heart out. And, you know, we, we're we're going to regroup and we're going to come back next game. And, you know, uh, uh, we're going to really put things together. Every NHL interview ever. And, um, yeah, you know, it's it's, uh, it's frustrating when you don't get the win, but I believe uh, we have the team in the locker room that's really going to pull together. <laughs> like, any, the NHL is so – the MLB is the same way. You have very yes. few stars in the MLB who yes. are, are, are aren't afraid to to revolt against the 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 norm. Well, you don't have the what's you don't have the personalities like you do in the NBA. The NBA is full of personality because you're not allowed to look at PK Subban. Now that he's not in the league, look at him. Even when he was in the league, he was still the most personable personality, and he used to get shit. <laughs> Constantly, you know, and you know who used to give him the most shit, and it blows my mind. Don Cherry used to give him the most shit because <laughs> because he's you know the guy used to wear crazy suits, have opinions yeah. on things. God forbid someone else wears crazy suits and has opinions. But if you look at the CFL, you I I look my my buddy, um, Arlan Bruce the third, um. He was outspoken. He was controversial. I can remember scoring touchdowns in 2011, putting the Spidey Man mask on. He got fined. Um, he made a phone call in the yeah. end zone. He got fined. But football has that sometimes. But you need to have that, in my opinion, that is what you're go is going to attract viewers. 100%. Have that personality. Have that. Why do we watch wrestling? It has not, you know what? It's, it's very entertaining. The, the athleticism is great. The storytelling sometimes very iffy, but it's the characters. It's the, the yes. way they draw you in. Um, if I'm the Canucks, which clearly I, I have no relation to any, anyone in the Canucks, even though I share the last name of, uh, of a group of very successful brothers, one that plays on the Vancouver, we share a last name with <laughs> like three. I'm just saying, I'm just making it very clear there's no association to anyone in the NHL. If I'm the Vancouver Canucks, when the Islanders and Bo Horvat come to town, I'm replaying Bo's comments constantly. Oh, I'm building God, it up. Yes. I'm I'm putting it in the ear of the reporters. Hey, we want you to ask these questions. Not, of that, course. not that organizations do that, 
but organizations do that. Um, and because now you can make uh, make him out bow out to be wrestling term the heel, and the Canucks are the babyface. Go on to go on to the Canucks Reddit subreddit. Go on to any Facebook group. Go on to any Twitter. Bo, we never liked Bo. Bo was a Bo was a terrible captain, and we didn't like him. All because he said it was fun to be in a playoff chase. A lot better than Vancouver. It's true. He didn't need to say that part. I I liked it, but he didn't need to say that part. It was kind of one yeah. of those oops. Yeah, when you when you go to someone, but it was and effective. You- and you criminally underpay them or offer them a deal and be, get upset that they don't take $3 million under what he signed for. We're going to rehash this again. No, we're moving on. Okay. Thank you. Um, have you watched so, much of ahead. the NHL playoffs? I've little bits here and there. I kind of pay attention to it just because I have to, because it's part of my job now. And yep. uh, people expect me to know because um, they talk to me and I'm like, I'm a salesperson. I, do I have to know this ship? Um, so I have been paying attention. Um, it's been fun so far. It's been very unpredictable. You don't know who's going to win from night to night. Well, um, looking at it, you've got t- the two West series, both tied at two. Then yes. the East series where you have storylines of the teams that, uh, like you got the Toronto Maple Leaf story of, okay, they finally won, got into the second round. Can they do anything? Oh my God! I watched this. I watched the greatest clip today. Um, no, we can't. We won't play it. Uh, but it was basically a guy in a Toronto uniform, and he's like, "Well, I thought we were in Florida Gulf. Is there really a second round? No way. I shared that. There's no I second shared round. I shared that with you, right? The TikTok. Yes, that was you. Yes, yes I didn't know who me. I got it from. Yes, yes, that um, was hilarious. I want to come back to the Toronto Maple Leafs. I'm just literally going in order of how I see them. Yeah, yeah. Um, Carolina, New Jersey. I can honestly say I've watched zero seconds of the game. Zero. I've watched highlight. I've watched highlights, and it looks like Carolina is just the better team all around. Mm-hmm. Um, then you've got the series we just talked about: the insane uh, Vegas Golden Knights Oilers. And as I said, I was talking about it with a friend today, and both teams have a have a style. Vegas, yeah. they they push, they push, they push. And they, they don't stop. If they're up five, they're still pushing. The Oilers rely on a long stretch pass with a shell of a defense. Neither team is backing down on the style they play. Both Sorry, teams. I always like when a guest, when a, when a, uh, someone watching um, comments, so Dom comments says, Devils losing so bad, it makes the Rangers look even worse. <laughs> um. <laughs> But, I wouldn't um, say that. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. They're in overtime. Who? Devils Hurricanes. What? Uh, what's the score? Two two in uh, nice. end of regulation. So they're going into overtime. Nice. So I mean, yes. by the time this podcast is over in the next fifteen minutes, we could have our first team moving on. We could. We could. We could. And then tomorrow. I mean, how many? In the first round, how many games were tied at 2-2? How many series? Oh, in the first round? Yeah. In the first round, I think it was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot of teams, and that became the best of three, right? Yeah. 
Because there was a lot of game sevens. Yeah, you had Seattle, Kraken. You had... Uh, there was only two game seven, three game sevens. But all the other ones were in six. Yeah. There's, there was five games, five game sixes. No, four game sixes, one game five, because Vegas yes. won four to one. Um, but it's but, been an interesting play. It's been an interesting playoff as for a fan of hockey and being able to sit back and actually just kind of watch. And I, like I say, I haven't watched a whole lot of games, but I've watched the last or third period of games. Um, when we get finished watching a show, I'll fire it on. And it's interesting to listen to the fans. And I, I listen to a lot of fans nowadays, obviously with this show and paying attention to the Rod Peterson show. Um, it's interesting to, it's in, sorry, I'm just going to try to finish my thought here. It's cause it's, it's hard to get this out. It's interesting to see, um, how one-sided fans really are. Yeah. And as a biased guy, I'm watching it and I'm like, well, that was penalty. Like, yeah. And you're unbiased. Yeah. Sorry. An unbiased fan. And I'm like, yeah, that was a penalty. It had to be called and fans losing it. And then I laugh at myself and I'm like, Oh God, my memories come up right now in Facebook. I'm losing my mind every other day on the Canucks refs. Right. So we are, uh, when you're a fan of a team, you lose perspective. 100%. It's always the ref's fault. If you lose, it's always the ref's fault. Or, or one player. You, you, you focus your energy on one player, like yes. a goaltender who's now in the Hall of Fame. Um, oh, God. I almost, uh, we almost. That through... big effing whale. Sorry, before, before you move on and, and start ranting about the best goalie we've ever had is Vancouver Canucks team. Um, we almost want a full episode. We almost want a full episode without you mentioning your 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 friend Rod Peterson. I pointed to my hat. I know. I said we almost made it through a full episode until you mentioned it there. Um, the last series um, is the Why are you gonna be like that? Seattle Kraken and the Dallas Stars tied at two. Um, I've been keeping a closer eye on this one again in passing. Um, coach, uh, my roommate, also known as Dom. Uh, has decided he's also a Kraken fan because he can have a team in the East and the team in the West. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I I think the, that's that, that, that maybe a discussion for another day, but I think the both organizations should make it special when they play each other. Find out how many times you play each other a, a year and Which make it two? a hit. Canucks and Kraken. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Battle, it's what, Battle of the I-35? Is that what it is? The the I road? <laughs> the I five. I five. The the battle of <laughs> the I five and thirty five. Where's thirty five? I have no idea. Yeah. The I five. Um. Joke. Well, there's there's at least thirty of those interstates that go north south. So sue me for not knowing them. Hey, there's an interstate in Hawaii. There is, which makes no sense because it's <laughs> outer states. But is there one in is there one in uh, Alaska? I'm sure there is. Because I think every those should, state has one. But the, the, those ones should be called outer states and not interstates. The reason they call them inter, interstates is the federal government will pay for them that way. Yes, we and, learned that when I was in Hawaii. And odd numbers go north south. Even numbers yes. go east west. That is correct. Or west east, depending on which way you're which way you're driving. Um. I want to wrap around back to the Toronto Maple Leafs because oh, right. 
this is the story. I mean, the Oilers are in the playoffs, and a lot. I feel like a lot of Canadian media forget that every now and again, um, and a lot of Canadian attention forgets that every now and again. And I feel bad for the Oilers um, <laughs> because the Maple Leafs have finally made it into the second round. And that's yes. big for me to say. I feel bad for the Oilers, <laughs> but um, they didn't get swept. The Mupalaps did not get swept, but if they only win one game, can you really call that a success with this group? If the, oh, if I say if they do not come out of the at least the second round, they don't have to win the third. But they if they don't come out of the second round, there's going to be changes made in Toronto, and I mean big ass changes made. Does in does Kyle Dubas? Yes. The GM loses his job. Sheldon Keefe is gone. I think you. Ha- I think you're also looking to trade a Marner. You're looking to trade a big name player. Yeah, there's going to be shakeups like they haven't seen um, before, um, because they're expected. They they've rebuilt. Uh, they have. Um, they have that. Um, they've already gone through what the Canucks are going through. Yeah. The retooling. Um, now it's time to shake it all up and well, and, and bringing up the comparison, I made a comparison to the Toronto Maple Leafs in round one to the Canucks because in 2011, the year we went on the run, in the first round we beat the Chicago Blackhawks, and that <laughs> celebration, the the like I can feel it right now just talking about it, the relief and that feeling of we slayed them, we defeated them, we finally after was after that the extension goal, no. No, that was uh, the stanchion goal was against San Jose or Nashville. Um, the the uh, Alex Burrows it went so. If you don't remember, 2011, um, going into the playoffs, the Canucks had been eliminated by the Blackhawks like three years in a row, and it wasn't always the first round. It was sometimes the second, sometimes always. The first. One time it was the third round. Hated them. There was it, there's not a lot of rivalries that I can say the Canucks have had, that was a true rivalry where the players clearly hated each other on the ice. Yes. Um, going into game seven, because of course we couldn't do anything the easy way. Going into game seven, the Canucks were up going into the, uh, or in the third period, they were up. I believe they were up going into the third period. And Patrick Kane ties the game shorthanded to push the game to overtime. Into overtime, uh, Alex Burrows uh, picks off a play where it was just a sloppy pass by I don't know who on Chicago and just snipes it past Corey Crawford. And the celebration from that team was as if they won the Stanley Cup. Oh, It was just, it was, there was a monumental weight lifted off the team. They finally beat their arch rivals. And Toronto didn't really have a team, even though I'm sure they would have loved to have done it against... Um, Boston. Yes. Their 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 rival was the first round, and they celebrated like they they won the this like look at the, the way they celebrated. It, it felt was... like it was a big event. The Canucks yeah. capitalized on that energy. The Canucks and the, the organization. The stanchion goals. Just to I had to Google it was when they that made them go into the yes. finals. Yeah. Yes. Um. So I was thinking when when Toronto scored that goal, put themselves into the second round that they'd capitalize off of that that momentum like the Canucks did. 
because I truly believe that that win really catapulted the Canucks into the second round. Yes. Oh. Well, I think it set the stage for the whole 2011 run. And that's what I thought Toronto was going to do here. And instead, yes. they have looked out of sorts. They've looked like they're uh, they, they they the pressure has gotten to them again. It looks like the old the old, last year's round one Toronto Maple Leafs. Yes, it uh, it was funny because I watched game three. Yeah, yeah, it was game three. I watched the first. That was last Thursday. I watched the first period with uh, Rod Rod Peterson and uh, Darren Tup- Dupont. Rod's that was not a, game. Uh, that was game two. That was game was two. Was that game? Because they went down. They've been down in Florida for game three and four. That's right. Yes. Um, so it was game two. And anyway, um, Toronto came out in the first period on fire. Like they were knocking people. Like I think there was forty hits. Remember we talked about it yeah. on the podcast. Forty hits yeah. in the first period. And in the first five minutes of the game, it looked like Toronto was going to get 96 shots on net. It was insane. And then I was driving home and the second period happened. Giveaway. Boom. Goal. Giveaway. Boom. Goal. It's, it was a tie game. Yeah. And and it happens like that with Toronto. Same with Edmonton. These, these teams that have really high-end potent offense from a, a couple of big-name players, if they're not yeah. feeling it or something happens... Boom, it, it, it crumbles. Yes, and that's why Edmonton's never gone um, that far because they are that high-potent offense. And if it's not firing, you don't have a I, lot to back it up. Your defense isn't do. that great. Your goalie isn't that great. This year, I disagree with Edmonton on that one. Uh, Toronto, 100%. Yes. Uh, this, this year. Edmonton this year, the, the trade they made to, with, um, to get Ekholm um, yes. and the signing Huge. of... Uh, the the emergence of Stuart Skinner and having Matt Murray as a bat, uh, like a one two combo, I think they have a chance to beat the king the the Kings the they already beat the Kings the Golden Knights. Um, I would love it and, ha- and have a chance to go into uh, the Western Conference Final as a heavy favorite against either Dallas or the Kraken. It's going to be an interesting week. That's it will for be. sure. It'll be fun. I love it. I love playoff hockey, even though I don't I don't watch it a lot. I love hearing um, the updates and just the excitement around a game, and you can feel it. You, I mean, I would love to have Calgary if it wasn't. I obviously want Vancouver first, but I'd love to have Calgary um, in the playoffs because we live here, and the excitement in a city when you've got a team in the playoffs is second to none. And I like watching it. It's fun to it's fun to see. And I'm I'm such a people watcher, and I love watching people's reactions and how they react to things. So it's it's been cool. Um, how is it already almost eight o'clock? We're yes, uh, running out of time quick. here, and I know you wanted to discuss uh, an update to the SFU situation yet again. Yes, I got an email. I meant to mention this to you. Um, I get oh. email updates on. Um, the SFU situation. I got an email at two o'clock this afternoon. Um, the injunction was denied, uh, which everyone expected. They didn't expect it to go through. It was more of a symbolic, we have to do something. But yeah. the SFU Football Alumni Society had a 30-minute meeting on the evening of May 10th. That was yesterday with President Joy Johnson. 
We believe the SFU, we believe SFU will work with us on a path forward to reinstate football program for 2023. However, we need to keep up the polite. I love the way they do that. Every every email says a polite public dis- dialogue and pressure to ensure the process continues. So next steps, evaluate support for a competitive exhibition game opportunities for the SFU student athletes in 2023 um, and the potential for new operating models and league in 2024. So finally, some good news out of that idiotic situation. Looks like SFU is going to be playing football this year. Um, And on Thursday, which is today, SFU appointed Bob Copeland, Senior VP of McLaren Global Sports Solutions, to serve as special advisor to explore future football options. Not only go. was this not only was this signed off by SFU clearly, um, it was also run by the SFU Alumni Association, which is what I thought you were actually was going to talk about in that email. Is that they ha- now have their um, their special advisor, nice. and the special advisor themselves. Um, it has said it's hard to evaluate things when there's not things happening. Well, it's impossible. How can you evaluate anything when there's no nothing to evaluate? It's kind of a, it's like, go find a needle in a haystack, but there's no haystack. Well, I mean, it's easy to find the needles then. Right? It's like, it's, it, yeah. it doesn't make sense. But golf clap, I'm happy. It's something. It's moving it's, forward. It's the first positive step forward in this, impossible situation we've had so good on them um big thing oh yes monday may 22nd there's going to be some changes to the podcast uh good changes though because for the cfl season recording on a thursday is not always feasible as there are games going on and we want to be able to give you guys the best coverage possible so starting monday may 22nd we will be recording this podcast just like we do right now on mondays Live. Seven to eight, seven to eight p.m. on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, social media is not yet invented. We will be there when they go live. Um, yes, because we want to give you everyone who is a CFL fan the best experience. The best way to do that is to talk after every single game is played. Now there are going to be occasions where, like Labor Day, games are on a Monday. In those situations, we will push the podcast either back a few hours until the games are completed. Or we will move to a Tuesday. That's something yes. that I and just came to an, a decision by myself right this second. Well, but. I think most games that are on the holiday Monday are in the afternoon. So it shouldn't be like pushing it to 10 o'clock. But I want no. to make a statement and I, I have to make it because when there's a game on a Monday and we do the podcast after the game, I cannot be held responsible for what I say. I can't because for things you say. Pardon me. You heard me. No, I didn't. That's why I said, "Pardon me." I can hold you responsible for things you say. I will be drinking at the game, so if I'm doing a podcast in the evening, <laughs> I'm just saying I can't. Well, there might I can't be guarantee. I'm not going to be a little bit grumpy. There might be. I'm not trying to think. Overly happy. Because Labor Day is the first one I can think of. July 1st is... Or Monday, the the May 22nd game. Well, that's a preseason. That's a preseason game. Still be drinking. No, no, I'm thinking... (laughs) 
July 3rd. I don't know what the schedule looks like. I will have to take a look at the schedule. The BC Lions are playing a game on July 3rd, the Monday. Maybe we'll do a live in the same in the same room podcast. Oh, wouldn't that be something? Little little idea I'm throwing together. Where would you, wouldn't it be? That's cool a Monday. To take, take the show on the road. I think it'd be great to take the show on the road. Yeah, we could be in Vancouver for a game. Or we can uh, we could uh, go to Edmonton for a game. We can go to Edmonton for a game. What? Uh, and with Edmonton, oh. I mean, are we going to be in Edmonton in July? July. Mm, that would be uh, interesting. July fifth and sixth, we will be up in. Uh... Hey, I just realized that's going to be a super short work work week that week. Why did uh, I think it was July fifteenth? I keep thinking July fifteenth. But it's oh, July 5th. July 15th is the Calgary date. Oh, okay. So, uh, But everyone, we've gone very sidetracked. Yeah. <laughs> um, now we're just gobbing. <laughs> next week, we will not be live anywhere. There will be no show put out. We are taking one week break. We're doing this to basically reset ourselves. The old man has decided that football games are more important uh, than doing anything else. Um Wow! So we will be live Monday, May twenty second for what I'm calling for what I'm for what I'm calling season two. This was no 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 what no 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 we're we're rebranding we're redoing this we're we're keeping that part in we're calling this part season one. But the bit before this was like preseason. We just finally we got our training wheels off. We're we're feeling comfortable. So let's change everything. How many downloads of our podcast have we had, Jake? We have had over 50,000 of you beautiful human beings listening to this, listen to the podcast, not just live viewers, not 50,000, 50,000. That's amazing. That's more people that that's more people that lived in Airdrie when we moved to it. Think about that for a second. Wow. That's double. That's more than double the amount because it was 22,000 when we moved here. Yep. Wow. So. We're going to keep things rolling. We're going to keep things going. And it's because of you, beautiful human beings, who support us. And you can support and us. If you by thought leaving. our hockey coverage was cool, you ain't seen nothing yet when we get into our football coverage. Well, and support us by going to the Hughesports.ca, by going to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, uh, every other platform that we have at HSP underscore pod. Uh, you can follow me. This is new. This is the first time I've said this. It's at J Streams on Twitter, spelled J E H Streams. That's uh, my official J Twitter. apostrophe E H, is it not? There's no apostrophe. No, you can't have special characters in your, oh. okay. in your um, okay. Twitter handle. Sorry. No, you can also find me on Twitch at that exact same name, J Streams. Um, J E H. J E H, because they call me J and I'm Canadian. A. Old man, where can we find you? You can find me posting things on HSP Podcast Facebook. You can find me at just Kevin Hughes. Um, and yeah, um, keep keep paying attention, guys. We're going to be turning the corner here. Uh, this has gone way bigger. Isn't it? Sorry, Dom oh. is Dom yes, is um, isn't it J Stream it's, now? No, it's J Streams here. Because J Streams was already taken. So J Streams here is a Twitch channel. Thank you, Dom. 
Wow. He doesn't even know where he's streaming or peeing I, or I anything. I don't have I don't have to look I don't have to go to Twitch and look it up. I just hit this go live button. Well you, no wonder you're not getting never mind. What was I saying? Uh, where they can find you on social medias. Oh yeah, I said it already. Um if you are listening, tell a friend. Tell a tell a neighbor, tell the mailman, tell your Uber driver. Tell somebody. Tap, Tell, tap, tap, if you're listening in an Uber right now, I want you and I, and I want Twitter results. You can tag uh, uh, it at HSP Pod Uber. <laughs> tap your Uber driver on the shoulder and say, "Hey, do you like sports?" If they say yes, or if they say no, you should say you should check out his sports podcast. And I just want to know what the response is from your Uber driver because I think it, it, would, <laughs> it would entertain me. And that's all that really matters about this. Um, if you are listening again on podcast, give us a five-star rating, uh, leave a comment, do whatever you want. We will be here not next week. We will be here Monday, May 22nd, 7 p.m. to discuss, I guess, a preseason football game. And I'm going to give Jake a script so he doesn't go off go off the rails. You should read me reading script. You beautiful people have a wonderful night. We will see you May 22nd. Stay everybody.